Hello. Hello. Hey, hello, listeners, and a happy, happy Boxing Day to you if that's the kind of thing you celebrate. This is the International Shells Show. Thank you for listening in. I am International Shells. And today, you know, in the spirit of it being Boxing Day, which is a very, very European English holiday, if I ever knew, or for anyone that was ever under English rule, they pretty much still celebrate that. I've got a special individual on today. And I know I say that pretty often because let's be clear, I only speak to people that I love, respect, and have at a certain esteem. This particular person, (laughs) he's very special to me. We've traveled the world together. We've had some fun. This is a a very interesting character in the story that is my life. Uh, This man is not only uh, a very influential person from where he comes from. He's just got one of the biggest hearts I've ever experienced ever in my life. And uh, he's a God-fearing man. I mean, I'm not really into religion or what have you, but it's just awesome to sit back and marvel at someone who really respects the principles of your faith and just carrying that on and being a very righteous individual every day of their life. This particular person, I think, uh, is one of the reasons why I think the direction of his country is going where it is, meaning in the direction of positivity and, and happiness and stopping violence and Anything that's positive is what this man represents. Ladies and gentlemen, my dude, Kendricks Zool, a.k.a. Drix. What's good, baby? Hello, 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 Shells. How are you? Thank you very much for having me. Hey, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And it was just so funny that I wished you a happy Boxing Day earlier. Your response was, girl, you know I don't celebrate none of that nonsense. (laughs) So I know you know what's important in life. So that's pretty awesome. Thank you so much for being with me today. I'm going to be brief because, you know, we're both busy doing what we got to do. But I made mention earlier that, you know, to me, you're a very influential person where you come from. But uh, we'll get into that in the next segment. I just wanted people to know who you were to me. That's just the regular open that I do to every show. I want people to get a clear understanding of who the individual is or what they mean to me. And then they'll find out throughout the podcast who you are. But thank you so much for being with me today. And uh, we're going to be right back. Yes, sir. Mr. Zool. How are you today, sir? I am doing great, feeling good, and thankful to be alive. Yes, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the earlier segment in your introduction, I made mention of your country. I didn't say specifically what that was. I'll leave that to you. So where are you from? I am from a place where a lot of people may call it the Bermuda Triangle. For what reasons? I I mean, we have been very much... (laughs) that is just full of the devil's aisle so a lot of people become very intimidated about wanting to travel here but I do find when they do take that step out of that narrow box that restricts them from wanting to be adventurous when they do get here they then realize wow like this place is only uh, what two hours away from New York and this is the type of beaches that they have this is the type of water that they have 
So, Bermuda. <laughs> now, if anyone remembers previously, my first international podcast was with a gentleman named Stuart DeRosa. And we, we all know him. Even Drix knows him. Uh, but I just wanted Drix to give his particular introduction into their beloved Bermuda. Uh, but it is a beautiful place. I'm not just trying to play it up. And I trust me, I'm going to speak to people from other countries. Trust me. People are probably thinking, yo, this is the second international call. And this person is from Bermuda too. It just so happens that, you know, that's where this man is from. But I also wanted to follow up on some activities that have happened over there. So if anyone remembers that particular podcast, they'll know where this is going. But what's going on over there on your end, man? What's happening over there? Well, um, you know, we just finished having a show here. It was uh, Drew Hill live inside of Mm. a hotel ballroom. Um, It was a track date. It wasn't a, a band date, but it was a track date. And I must say that they came with so much energy, so much love, and so much of their music that, I mean, if it was 800 to about 900 people in the venue, at least 850 <laughs> were women. And I mean, you would have thought it was a, a model picture because the way all the women just sat there, and, I mean, not even sat, they stood there in front of the stage and enjoyed every bit of it. I mean, it was a it was a party, and Drew Hill was performing within it. Um, some people they did have some little it was pros and cons for some people because some people felt like oh it should have been chairs for people to sit down and yeah, there were chairs in the back, but this wasn't an event for a sit down type of take in event. This was a party that we wanted people to just come out and very much take in high energy from the DJs mm-hmm. and also from Drew mm-hmm. Hill. Well, you know, you sent a few videos to me. And wow, wow, and more wow. <laughs> First off, like I told. Well, I mean, it was, it was, it was. I mean, I must say, I was a bit taken back from just seeing the response of how the crowd came out even so early, looking forward to the gates opening and coming in and just enjoying what we had to give them because this was the first time this event. Well, actually, it was the first time a show had taken place mm-hmm. inside this hotel. And the name of the hotel was Hamilton Princess mm-hmm. and Beach Club. And this was the first time they actually had a show take place within their ballroom. I mean, they they, they usually use it for doing conferences and uh, seminars kind of and stuff like that. Banquets and all that people. type of stuff. That's what's up. But, yeah, different type of crowd. So this was the first thing. They enjoyed every part of seeing what they saw. That's awesome. That's awesome. But uh, the footage that you sent me was pretty much from the side of the stage. So it's like I saw every flip, every handstand. These women were going crazy. You would think it was like the Jackson (laughs) 5 back in the 70s going in. They were going in like this was a boy band. It was crazy. But the fact that they were acting that crazy and it wasn't even the original group. It was only two of the original members. And the other guys, they were really, they were owning their keep. They were keeping up. I don't, it was wild. It was wild. And the fact that you were able to say it was like 800 people there, it looked a lot crazier from the video footage. So if I were you, I would promote that. It looked crazy. It looked crazy. (laughs) (laughs) 
But actually, it was three of them from the main group. The two that are missing are Jazz and Woody. And the three originals that were there was Teo, Nokio. Well, that's the thing. That Teo guy, he's only been there for the last few years. Like, he's not he's not part of the original group. No, the no. two originals were no, Cisco original. and Nokio. And I only know that <clears throat> these guys performed at my high school. <laughs> when I was girl, yeah, when I wow. was 16 years old, these guys performed at Graphic Communication Arts in our auditorium. I don't even care if that dates me. This was some moons ago. This was when Scooby Doo was a puppy. This was a minute ago. But I remember the original members, and one was uh, the guy who went away to do gospel music. One was the the big fella jazz, and I forget who the other person was. But I always thought it was always four of them, like four of the original. It was four of the yeah, original. Francisco, so yeah, Nokio, Woody. Woody, and Jazz, from what I remember. Also, yeah. I mean, but even still, these yes. guys still put on one hell of a show. Now, to watch them tear the place up the way that they did, your boy Cisco still got it. I don't know if he's taking some kind of Centrum Silver. I don't know what kind of vitamins this guy is taking. When I saw my boy still do a handstand, I was like, what's going on in America? <laughs> well, it wasn't in America. Maybe that was the problem. It didn't happen in America. But it was just crazy because you, even you saw like the men who were, were supposed to like be videotaping and <laughs> some that were supposed to be standing there security, wink, wink. You know, even some of them were fanning out and they couldn't help but to watch the amazing show. So it was dope to see that. It was really, really awesome to see that. So it was dope that you guys were able to bring something like that to that kind of venue. Now, in terms of promotion, how did you promote that kind of show to that, for it to get to that point? Well, we done a lot of, pro. I mean, social media, radio, TV, WhatsApp. I mean, you name it, we done everything in our way possible to very much let people know this event was coming to Bermuda. And I will say, you know, What's so crazy, even more so, about this this event, about that event that had taken place, it highlighted what Bermudians love to go mm-hmm. and listen to, and that is nineties mm, music. Talk about it. Something era of the nineties music. I think worldwide, there was something about the era of the music of the nineties that was made that will always live with us and be cherished by a lot of us worldwide Mm -hmm. for the rest of our lives there's been a lot of music made after that that we also love and enjoy but there's just something particular about 90s music that still today makes you feel like it was just yesterday it was made that's awesome that's awesome i mean the managers for one of because we had changing faces also that was there one of the girls from changing faces she was there and the manager that was with them he was in the crowd and he was just taking in listening to the djs playing music and after showing everything he was like man let me tell you something what you all do in bermuda does not happen in america he said for these reasons i don't really too much even go out in america because in the clubs they play majority of what is current and what's you know new but he was like here it is in bermuda I'm in a club, I'm in a ballroom listening to a DJ play music that is all 90s R and real quick before you go for before you go forward. Changing faces, ladies and gentlemen, that um 
Do you mind if I stroke you up? I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah. I mean, people forget about these ladies, but they were there in the heart of when hip when uh, R&B was R&B. So I'm sorry. Back to what you're saying. It doesn't happen in the U.S. Yeah, he was in the he was in there and he was walking around listening to the DJ playing uh, Shy, Silk, Jodeci, Jagged Edge. They were playing all of this music and I mean, the crowd was almost singing louder than the, the system that was playing the music. And he just was in amazement because he was just like, wow, like you all have so much of an appreciation for that 90s music over here that this is not really what you find so much happening in a lot of places in America. And he was just, you know, he was just like, man, I got to give it to you all in Bermuda. Like you really cherish our our ancestors who created a lot of the music. Like you guys really, really take it to heart and very much live with it. And I will say that's just how we are. Like we could play every other type of music. We could play all the Beyonce's and everything. And we enjoy that as well. But there's just something about when you play 90s music, you know, people just love to just And you're right. It's themselves. like you guys gave the crowd a variety because you show again, you sent me a few snippets of what happened throughout the course of the night. And Drew Hill did covers of a bunch of other people's music and they went crazy as though it was that actual group on the stage yep. too. So you guys pretty much killed a few birds with one stone. They were singing Jagged Edge. They were singing, I saw a Jodeci song, what have you. And I'm like, wow, look at look at the response. And they knew for a fact it was Drew Hill on the stage, but the fact that they performed in such a way where you can close your eyes and think it was the actual group they did a mint condition song i was like look at this it was amazing and speaking of those different groups you were mentioning something about the manager guy or the booking person and they were talking about wembley stadium in london please let the people know about that yeah yeah he was letting me know that they had done a show in wembley stadium in london and they had swv they had uh Jodeci, Drew Hill, um, I think it was two other groups that he had mentioned, and he said they were the first black promoters to sell out the Wembley mm. Arena. So they had history. And when we were just talking, I was just thinking, and I was just saying to myself, you know something, I think 2019 is going to be a year for R&B to come back on the scene and make it stand the same way we had our Marvin Gaye's or you know, Al Green and, you know, Bobby Womack and all those people back in the 70s and 80s. I think 2019 is going to be a year where we have, we definitely get to see soul music come back and make its mark in our lives again. Because I think it is something that we really do need as mm, well. Mm, mm, mm. You know what? There's another direct. You know what? Just give me two seconds. We'll be right back. You just touched on something very, very important. We'll be right back. Yeah, Drix. So you just previously mentioned something that was very important. You were saying that you feel like the climate's going to change and what's old is going to become new again. You're mentioning like, you know, Bobby Womack, things like that from the 70s or even Marvin Gaye or 80s R&B or even 90s R&B coming back in a big way in 2019. And it's funny that you made mention of that because in a previous show that I made from the streets, I was a little, no, I wasn't a little, I was very tight over the fact that one of these young fellas coming up right now, 
instead of him paying homage, he came out and was a little disrespectful, very disrespectful to the, uh, not even just the current R&B, people who have already made their name, people who probably created music that created him. He was very disrespectful in terms of that. So to hear you say that this promoter was able to look around and see the appreciation still living in Bermuda and living abroad, you know what I'm saying? It's beautiful to hear it. It's beautiful to hear it. So in your honest opinion, you were going somewhere with that. Where do you feel the state of R&B is going to be in this 2019? Like, where, where do you see this going? Because you're in the middle of it. You're at the nucleus where you see the people who are promoting it out there trying to search and see who wants to hear them. So where do you see this going? Well, I do see uh, R&B becoming more also of the music that is going to make more artists to want to get more involved in making R&B music. I mean, you, you know, from the hip hop community, I mean, you know, people are very much uh, being diverse mm -hmm. in what they're doing. And I do feel that R&B is starting to, I mean, because like you have, like you just said, you have you have uh, Jacquees, you have the Alame. I mean, these are artists that are coming out making music that is fun, loving, and enjoyable. It's music that is not depicting lifestyles that's degrading people or anything of that nature. Mm. So and this is what I feel for 2019 it does a lot with very much also being able to change the demographics of how life is for a lot of people and also setting certain standards mm -hmm. and terms of life for people as well with the music in the industry. And I mean, yeah, it was a lot of issues with like what you said, but I do feel that a lot of it was publicity stunts, people looking to just want to create a lot of you know, back and forth and that was dangerous you know, move. That was dangerous move. That was dangerous move. Dangerous <laughs> move. I think it was dangerous. It was uh, I think it was it was it was it was it was he didn't have to say what he did say. Right. Whatever reason we all do. But I do feel that it has very much hit him with a lot of those key sweats, the R. Kelly's and them to make them not too much even be faced by him because again he isn't like he has accomplished anything of what they've accomplished during their Help. reign of creating music you know what i mean hello but but i do feel that it's now them wanting to get back and make him realize like hey mm -hmm. people acknowledging you with what you're doing with your cover songs and stuff like that well listen to this this is an original song <laughs> so i think it's very, very nice to be able to see you know, if some of them artists come back into the industry and start making the hits like the hits they made from yesteryear. Mm. You know what I mean? And I mean, even with Bermuda, you know, we, 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 myself personally, as a person who has been very much doing events and looking to put on more events, mm -hmm. I'm very at what I've looked to want to very much be a part of for 2019. Um, we have a, a tentative date for February 4th. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for something that is going to take place here and we also have May the 4th or another date that we're looking to very much have R&B events that's going to take place here and there are some re nice real good artists that people very much will want to come out and see and that's awesome and the fact that and it's nothing personal people he just can't drop the names at this point because paperwork is still in process so yeah. he's got to be respectful of it but just keep in mind that if they can get a Drew Hill and have the kind of show that they had just keep in mind that that's the kind of crate that they're digging in they're digging in right now they're digging in that 
touch your soul R&B kind of situation. Anyone who you know was like, wow, selling out the shows in the 90s, trust and believe there's a good chance they'll be touching down to see the pink shorts at the Bermuda airport. (laughs) They'll be there to see the Bermuda shorts with the men with the long socks waiting to take them to their airport, to uh, to their hotel. But I mean, I just think it's beautiful that you guys are giving these people who still have fight left in them a chance to show the younger generation who would quicker try to insult you than try to embrace you or try to learn from you. Hey, I still got it. Like you just said just now, you know, instead of you doing a cover song, which is a copy of someone else's song, okay, let me show you how you make an original song. And what's messed up, and like I said this in my previous podcast, like, Instead of them coming out with the negativity, trying to get looks or trying to get likes or trying to get clicks or whatever the hell they're trying to do, try to speak to these people. Try to wrap your arms around these people and maybe you guys can make some awesome music together. Like I have a friend of mine, he reached out to me separately on some, yo, I understand where you're coming from, but there's a lot of the older heads that don't even want to share whatever they have with the younger generation. And he's not completely wrong about that. He's not. I, I see where he's coming from with that because you got some old heads that don't want to let go of the baton and let some other people live. They don't want them to live. They don't want them to get famous or more famous than them. You know the situation, man. It's not that they I sent you a message like this the other day, Drix. They're not tight because you're getting, you know, looks or you're getting, you know, popular or you're doing things in a positive way. They're not tight with you for that. They're just tight because it is you. So well, that's all case you know we we, we, we very much uh, sometimes just don't want to know that somebody sometimes it's a power it's a power and control thing as well right, you know right yes people it's just sad know it's sad but I think it can go another direction and for someone like a, a king like a Keith Sweat to be disrespected like that that raised a lot of people's uh it heightened people's senses the people who have that love for that kind of music who you can just hear a certain bar of a song and it'll take you back years ago. It'll take you back to either cleaning in your home as a kid. It'll take you to riding in your parents' car or anything. That's the power of it, you know? And like I was saying in the previous uh, situation, when I had my rant, you know, I don't know how long a lot of the stuff that's out today is going to last. And the fact that they're able to do covers of previous things from 20 years ago when they were one, (laughs) when they weren't even born or certain situations like that, that alone should shake them up. I just think that the attention is going the wrong direction and where you said you want to try to bring up, well, you guys as a country in terms of the type of uh, entertainment you're bringing there, the fact you guys are trying to bring up that righteousness again, that love, that feeling, that positivity again, that's a good look. And I think a lot of people can take that and run with that baton because it's a good way to go. And like you said, a lot of hip hop acts or whoever else, they might be trying to merge into the R&B realm to try to look for that new sound again, because it'll inspire you. I feel like that could happen. So I look forward to whatever it is you guys have in terms of your calendar. Where can people look to see those different uh, performances or those different concerts or what have you you guys have to offer where can they look to get that uh they can look at they can about actually you know a lot of the artists we do bring here we put them on their instagram pages they Mm -hmm. have a lot of uh clippings of what takes place as far as the events that we're doing 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, YouTube. Um, we have also a site called Nothing to Do in Bermuda. Events <laughs> in Bermuda. You Those are places we can also be able to find out about those events as well. That's awesome. Um, so I guess what you're saying is they've got to learn who the artist is first so they can check their social, yeah? Yes. Okay, got it. No worries. Sorry to put you on the spot like that. I just thought that there was a specific place, but it makes sense. So I guess once that person, just like how Drew Hill, sorry to cut, just like how Drew Hill, uh, not specifically Drew Hill, but Cisco went on and did a few drops for you guys. He did radio drops and he did video drops. I guess that's the way they would have to find it. Yes. Okay. No worries. I dig it. But, you know, I thank, I thank you for that. And um, I'm super excited for you guys because, I mean, you know, I was there before all this kind of extra excitement was happening so just personally i'm just happy to hear that you guys are moving on into this direction because there's so much to see there other than the shows you know what i'm saying there's so much to see there and i'm glad that the people there our people there are getting this kind of excitement you know because you know how i feel about the fact that the island is kind of separated in terms of who is who and what is what i don't like that so the fact that i know that entertainment is coming specifically for our people it's beautiful I love it. And I love that you get to bask in this too, because you're a good guy. But you know, let's let's spin into another direction for them, uh, Drix. I'll be right back. All right, Drix. So you made mention of a few things that are going to be happening on your end. All right, it's good for the people who are there. But what about the people on this side who want to come out there and venture out there and see what's going on? Like, what do you suggest? Uh, we do have some times of the year that are some of the best times for definitely coming to Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like May 24th, which is our Bermuda Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is when we have more or less the people parading in the streets. We have the different um, trucks that are set up with different types of Creativity, we have the dancers, the majorettes, the gumbays, which is uh, a part of our history, which takes us back from Africa. The dancers with the drums in the streets, with the masks that they wear, dancing like warriors and stuff. That is real good. A lot of so it's like kind of like, it's, that sounds like carnival. Very similar to like a carnival, yes. <laughs> and that takes place May 24th. Uh, again, it's a good time to be in Bermuda. The weather is good. It's very nice and sunny springtime uh best and also it's very affordable as well for coming here and taking in the airbnbs i mean the airbnbs have taken over you have airbnbs <laughs> in bermuda right now that are better than some of the hotels i, I mean, agree <laughs> i mean you walk outside of one i know one airbnb some people stayed at they came outside their door they were right there at a pool to mm. walk into if they wanted to i mean you have some airbnbs like i said they're very much better looking than hotels and more affordable than some of the hotels as well. And then we have also another time of the year, which is great to come. We have a event called Heroes Weekend. Mm-hmm. And this is like, again, a carnival time. The good thing about this year coming up for Heroes Weekend, which is the weekend of June the 12th, it is going to be 10 days of celebrating. 10 days of total fun from dusk to dawn. And sounds, like, sounds like my kind of party. It, 
Yeah. <laughs> have the raft up that takes place with it. They have uh, everything that you could think of that takes place with Carnival. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there. I mean, everything from the paint and stuff being drawn all on you. I mean, it's it's, it's very crazy. And them, that is a good time because we've had record numbers year after year for people traveling to Bermuda to take in this Bermuda Heroes weekend. And again, Airbnbs, uh, the hotels, they are fully packed. What kind of entertainment do you guys have for that time of year? Like, who comes out there for something like that? Do you guys have, like, performers that come out? Or is that specifically a national-level thing? Yeah, they usually have some of the the, the number one soccer artists that are very much making music for that year that very much come to Bermuda. I mean, like, last year they had from Bungie Garland, uh, Prini. They had a... Jeez, there was so much of them. I mean, Marshall Manteno... Man, it was it was it was it was a, a list of them. I mean, sheesh, kiss the band, you name them. Like there wasn't too much of them that are out there that didn't probably come last year. So, I mean, this year it's going to be even the same. I know I hear from what I'm hearing, Marshall Montano should be coming back again as well. Um, they do one night, which is the first night. The official opening night is uh, like the free night mm-hmm. where. People come to just very much enjoy everything, the music, the artists performing. And I think that's the night they do it for free. Mm-hmm. This is the grand night. And then also what it is, they have groups that come together that have signature events during the whole time. You know, they have like one, one group called Code Red, another group called Passion, another group, uh, two other groups as well. It's four of them. And they very much do signature events where they bring in the artists and they host a night each. So mm-hmm. one group will host this night, the next group will host the next night, another group will host another night. So that's, that's like I said, it's, it's real nice. And then the next holiday I would definitely say is good to come to Bermuda for is Emancipation Holiday. Mm-hmm. Now, Emancipation Holiday is a two-day holiday that dates back to when the day in 1834 it was known to be when the the slaves were freed. And so what would happen is they would create a cricket game, which would consist of a team made up of people from the East and a team made of a team of the people from the West. And every year it would rotate where the game is played. They would play in the East one year and then we'll play in the West the next year. So mm-hmm. this is going on since... Uh, like the early 1900s. So, that's awesome. yeah, it's, it's, it's real good. And also, that's the day when people dress up to go to these games because it's not just the cricket game that's taking place, it's also the people just showing their lovely outfits, taking pictures, you know, crown and anchor gambling and stuff like that that takes place. So it's a fun field day. And then also, that is when you have big signature events that take place with some of the biggest names of artists in reggae, soca, they come and also perform in Bermuda for that weekend as well. Sounds like us walking through Monaco, my guy. Sounds like just passing through with people who had their Tuesday Lamborghini out for a, a spin. Sounds fancy schmancy. It sure is. I mean, again, in Bermuda, hey, it's 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 a, it's a beautiful place. The people, very hospitable. I mean, this is one place I've heard people say that they look forward to coming back 
always just to even listen and hear people greet them because mm-hmm. in Bermuda, we don't you don't have to know somebody but we still speak to you yes you, know, we you walk on the street and we just say hey good morning yes you know, how are you you know we we are very hospitable people we very much belong to hospitality that's what yes. we derive from beautiful kind people honestly you see whoever's listening i wasn't over embellishing when i was speaking previously i'm telling you some of the most awesome beautiful people i've ever met come from this place beautiful place i think it's just severely underrated when it comes to uh hospitality i think so so in terms of uh people taking the time and going there so when they learn from the artists who are going to be going there to perform in 2019 uh will there be a link that's that's somehow attached to let them know where they could stay, good places to stay, good places to eat, things like that. Would there be some kind of attachment? We have the websites like the Bermuda Tourism website. Mm-hmm. They also have a website uh nothing to do in Bermuda, uh events Bermuda, uh ptix.bm Bermuda. These are sites that advertise everything to do with what's taking place as far as entertainment and mm-hmm. also as far as places to stay restaurants to go and dine out at other things that you want to make do when you're in Bermuda they have it right there for you to very much take a look into that's fantastic that's fantastic well here what i also made mention previously that if anyone goes there i know who to set them up with so they could be well first off there's not it's not really that serious in terms of people going on a vacation and complaining about their safety or anything like that. I mean, it's just like anywhere else when you travel abroad, be careful and be aware. But I just wanted to let people know, you know, I know some good people over there in terms of their security, they will be fine. Where they go to stay, it's a safe and secure place. I mentioned Snorkel Park and stuff like that for the people who come off the ships and stuff like that. It's a beautiful place to be. So, uh I really encourage people to do their research now and look into whatever trips they may want to take because as Drix just mentioned he dropped a few months bullet points he didn't say the artist because he can't right now because of special situations that are going on and whatever paperwork that are not cleared or uh yet but I would look in advance and try to be a part of it because I think it'll be an awesome thing and is there a chance that Drew Hill could be back again we really would look forward we're looking forward to trying to have him back here for Christmas for 2019. They themselves want to hurry up and come back. They said, "Man, they they had such a good time just feeding the people and the love they received. It was just they were like, wow, like, you know, first time being here and you know, it felt like we've been here before." Ah, <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Well, here what? I think that's just the lasting impression that's left on everyone that touches the island. I think it's a beautiful place. You know how I feel about it. beautiful 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 place beautiful people listen drix i thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day and having this uh quick word with me i just wanted to hear how that concert went from your mouth and just you know hear how everything went it sounds like it was a success thank goodness for that and uh we'll talk another time i hear them buzzing you down on your end over there so i'm going to let you rock but thank you so much for taking the time and hopefully we talk again soon okay thank you so much And thank you for having me international shells. Ah, thank you very much. Mwah. Take care. Already. Special shout to Kendrick Zool. Thank you so much for taking the time, Drix. I appreciate you. 
I'm glad that everything went well with Drew Hill. I'm not surprised. The crowd there was nuts looking at that video. So everyone enjoyed themselves. Like I said before, I'm glad that people were able to just go right into their own yard and get some entertainment that came there for them. You know, the people there, they work hard. I spoke to a lot of the locals over the years and people have multiple jobs and they're just trying to make ends meet. They're just trying to live their lives. And when I see that they can thoroughly have a good time because people came to them and the people who go to them can feel that love, that's a beautiful look. People, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. It's not far away. Try to look at whatever airline uh, website that you can check out and try to see if you can get yourself a trip out there, even if it's not for a show, just go, just to go. It's not that bad in terms of travel time, and it's not that bad in terms of the price of the tickets, especially when you go when it's off season. So if you listen again, you can listen to those different bullet point dates that uh, Kendrick's made mention of. Try to look and see if you can try to make one of those events. There's a lot of festivities right there. It's like a hidden secret, and I'm here I am exposing it. But it's not just from my, from my mouth. You're hearing it from the actual locals who live there, who love where they're from, and they would like people to come and visit. So the fact that these R&B groups are going there and not only just making another name for themselves in terms of them still having staying power, you know, they're making the people there very happy. And these are people who are just naturally happy. So it's a beautiful place. I really, really, really encourage you to go there and take advantage. Pink sand, people pink sand. I mean, that's what had me in love from years ago. They got me. But that's a whole nother situation in terms of the beauty of the land. But the music, the culture, the people, what more can you ask for? All right. And you hear how many different people are going there to go and enjoy it as well. So come on, people, treat yourself. That's all I got. All right. So please continue to be positive like the blood type, and remember that your time is your most valuable commodity. Don't waste it for everyone. Take care, people.